Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Fresh Off the Set. I am Brooke Mangum. And I'm Sarah Jenkins. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is a, a really fun interview because we're both moms. And, you know, I don't know about you. I wish they would have come with a guidebook when they send you home with the hospital of like yes! best practices. <laughs> I needed like some SOPs coming because I was like so overwhelmed and like, and now becoming a mom of two, yes, I'm you have overwhelmed little, again. Little but I so can't talk. I feel so silly when I'm saying I'm overwhelmed <laughs> as a mom because you have twins. You know what? I think people say that, but it's all hard, truly. And I know nothing different. And you have two different ages. You have a toddler and a... Is, he three months old now. Three months like, old. So tiny. So it's all hard. Um, and I just think as parents, we're always trying to do our best. And I, yeah, it's just overwhelming, you know? It well, really is. What this interview is all about is Tiny Power Co. And they help uh, parents. It's a, basically a guidebook for parents of how to help t- teach your kids how to be kind, how to have confidence. Because at the end of the day, and I even tell my daughter this sometimes when she gets frustrated at me, I say, my job is to make sure that you're a decent human being. <laughs> that's it. At the end of the <laughs> Wise day. Wise words. Yes. Right? But that's basically like 101 parenting. Truly, you want to raise kind, good individuals on easier said than done. But I love that they're doing this. And, and it's scary and hard now because, mm-hmm. you know, we're not kids anymore and the landscape has completely changed. It's changed so much. I feel like I have so many fears and like I have told friends this before I don't feel like I was a very anxious person until I had kids and now yes. it's like anxieties galore unlocked I am always freaked out I think about when they're school age and they I hopefully knock on wood don't encounter bullying I don't want yes. them to be the bully or be bullied I worry about social media um, you know the influence you know we all everyone has social media now how do you avoid that how do you I mean there's so many landmines as a parent I don't know if you feel that way like it's just so many more anxiety things unlocked Sarah I <laughs> thought that a rocking chair was too dangerous for me to be sitting in when I first had my daughter that's like how that's real how you scared you get and mm-hmm. it's so great that there are resources out there now to be able to tap into that and because you do I think being a mom in particular and I and also a father as well it's so interesting it can be incredibly isolating right because you're just alone with your worries you're just wanting the best for your kids and you can feel like you're alone in the world trying to do this but the the facts are we're not alone there's so many other people that are experiencing these things and that's why they have organizations like tiny power co yes that that can help you there's a lifeline out there (laughs) (laughs) thank god and i yeah it's so helpful to know that you are not alone it's great to have that reminder and I think that this is such an important conversation. So I say we take a listen. Let's do it. I'm going to get my pen out and let's take some notes, Sarah. Let's listen. <laughs> let's do it. All the notes. I am sitting down with Vivian and Taylor, who are the women behind Tiny Power Co. Both of you, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having us. We're super excited to be here. Yes, we're so excited. You guys just have just like the nicest auras about you, which makes so much sense why you started this company. But for for those out there who don't know, what is Tiny Power Co.? Well, Tiny Power Co. is pretty much a community for parent and child empowerment. We just want our children to know their self-worth and their value and where it comes from. So it has a lot of different aspects of it, but that's in a nutshell what it is. I love it. Well, and obviously, like I said, you guys are just so kind. So it's no surprise that you started this community. Vivian, let's start with you. Talk to us about your background. Yes, so I am originally from Mexico City. I moved to the States when I was 15, Mm -hmm. and then I went to BYU for broadcast journalism. 
I actually worked in um, entertainment for the little bit for a little bit of it, and then for the last seven years, I worked um, in local news actually. Okay. And so um, that's kind of what I did. I did broadcast journalism. Then I got married, and I had two beautiful kids. Okay. And since then, I have kept up with my journalism in freelance ways. Um, but I have just loved being a mom and. I realized how amazing it is to have a little baby in front of you. And that's actually what got me thinking about their self-worth and what it's mm-hmm. going to be like when my little girl is 15 years old and she has social media. Where is she going to get her their self, her self-worth from? Mm-hmm. And um, that's kind of where it all, um, this idea kind of started for me. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, that's a little bit of me. I'm like, well, we'll have to talk later off the podcast because both of you and I went to BYU in broadcast journalism. So I bet we know some (laughs) of the same people. All right, Taylor, talk to us about your background. Yes, so um, I'm married to my best friend. We've been married for about seven and a half years now. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, and um, I studied accounting, worked in accounting for most of my career. It's a little bit different than what I'm doing now. (laughs) Um, But then I had my two kids after I had my second baby, um, I decided I wanted to be a full stay-at-home mom, which wasn't totally part of the plan. I actually was planning on doing my CPA, and I was right, very career-driven. Right. Um, and so then Tiny Power kind of helped, like, helped me with that, you know, because I still can do this career that, and it gives meaning behind it, you know, this yeah. career and live this career, but also stay at home with my kids. And so yeah, just as far as we like to um, be outdoors with our kids, mm-hmm. we like to be active and just spend time with family and friends. So. I love it. Well, those are amazing things. Family, friends, and the outdoors. Who doesn't love all three? All right, talk to me about how you two met. Because, I mean, you're over here with your degree degree in accounting. You've got (laughs) broadcast journalism. How did you two meet? And how did, like, Tiny Co., like, how did this become a thing? Yeah, (laughs) so, um, actually, our husbands, we met through our husbands. They went to high school together, and they were college roommates. They've known each other for a long time. And so I think I was actually there on your guys' first date. <laughs> we yes, went boating. We <laughs> Isn't that precious? <laughs> so, yeah, we've just gone on double dates, and then um, we both had kids, and now we do play dates together. So, yeah, we've just built a good friendship from our husbands. So. Yes, and so we were – one time we were talking about, you know, our careers, what we were planning on doing. Right. Um, and Taylor really wanted to start a business and do something together yeah. because um, we got along really well okay. and all of that. And so we were actually at my in-laws' cabin. We had just gotten done, you know, boating and all that stuff. And um, I, I kind of told her, well, this is kind of like a good idea that I had, like, with the self-worth and empowering children and all that. And then um, Taylor was like – oh my goodness, like, I have some notes that are just like that. So we both pulled our notes on our cell phones, and um, we wanted to create that this community, um, and and we'll talk about it a little bit more, but our clothing line um, was part of that first conversation Mm -hmm. because we both wanted to have um, shirts that had empowerment empowering messages for children and that's how it all got started and we just decided to go for it I love it okay and you talked about this a little bit at the beginning in a couple of words why what is the mission of Tiny Power Co because it is a big mission you guys (laughs) I it's something I say on the show quite often ripples make waves Mm -hmm. so the smallest things can make the biggest difference and that's really what you guys are doing so talk to us about the mission a little bit more yeah so, so the mission is to empower children to know their self-worth 
and value, to know that it is within them, that they have inherent qualities that makes them amazing, and that there's nothing outside that defines that self-worth, and nobody can change that self-worth. And so we want uh, to empower children, but to do that, we need to empower the parent. And so we do give um, tools to parents to be able to raise kind and confident children. That's our mission. I love that. All right. Love it, love it. I mean, honestly, when you were talking, I'm an emotional person anyways, <laughs> and I've accepted it as I've gotten older. When you were talking, it brought tears to my eyes because there are sweet little kids out there who just struggle with confidence and don't see how wonderful they are. Why do you both, you know, Taylor and Vivian, why do you think kids struggle with confidence? I think um, in a way, and that's kind of why we started this, we looked through um, the teenage um years, right? I think that's probably the hardest uh, part of um, childhood and teenagers. I right? mean, for me, it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And so Lots right of now, comparison in that. yes, right now with social media, there's so much mm-hmm. happening that I feel like um, when you look at a little kid, actually, when you look at them, you see that they're confident in themselves. They're not thinking about what other people think, right? They're not mm-hmm. thinking about his their friends are thinking when they don't share a toy or, you know. Well, you know, <laughs> if they, if they want to dance, they dance. Yes. If they yes. want to laugh, they, they laugh. If they, they want to so wear to learn pants them. on their heads and shirts on yes. their legs, yes. they're going to do it. Exactly. Yes. If so they want to sing at the top of their lungs, they do it. And so, but we've seen that um, as teenagers, then this starts to lose, you know, they start mm-hmm. to lose this confidence. And I think it's because... Um, there's some taint in the world that happens, right? And social media can have a lot of that. And um, the comparison starts and all of this stuff. And so we thought maybe we can help with the confidence if we start this from an early age. Mm -hmm. If we know how to talk to them so that they have that confidence in them that maybe they can carry through the teenage years. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I have um, people close to me um, that struggle with mental health. And just seeing that um, they don't feel like they know who they are or know their worth and they don't know how incredible they are. And it's so sad to see, you know, like I on the outside see how important and amazing they are and they can't see that. So we just want kids to be able to see that, like she said, from a young age. And I feel like it's easier to start like kind of the preventative, you know, start Mm -hmm. it at early instead of having to go back and heal yourself. Right. And I mean, that is such a hard thing to do, but you guys are doing the work and helping these kids. And like you said, I think one of the big things is social media. When I was growing up, I don't know. I mean, I'm older than I think everyone in this room, but when I was growing up, MSN Messenger and AOL Mm -hmm. Messenger were like my social media. I wasn't seeing people's pictures. I wasn't seeing people's highlight reels every day. I Mm -hmm. wasn't seeing, you know, a friend comment on their post and not on mine. So there's so much these kids are dealing with and I think what you're doing the work you're doing is so important with confidence I think of kindness why do you think some kids struggle with kindness so I that's a really good question I think that um so babies they've they've shown there's studies that have shown that the babies actually come with empathy Mm-hmm. In a way, because when they hear a baby cry, they reciprocate yeah. and, and they, they start crying. Yeah. Now, even though we have that uh, knowledge, we know that empathy is actually something to be learned as well, mm-hmm. something to be practiced and something to be learned. And so when you look at a child, a toddler, they're very self 
absorbed in a way, right? They yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they want what they want, and they don't really care about anything else. No, no, they don't. <laughs> I mean, I have my I have some nephews, well, my cousin's kids, and the toddler age is so much fun, but it's also like, well, I want this, and yes. I want it now. What's the big deal? Exactly, yes. yes. And so because of that, they do need to learn this um, concept of empathy and that's something that we as parents have the responsibility to teach right Mm -hmm. in in an age-appropriate way and then when you look at the older ages a toddler maybe an elementary school kid up to high school um, I think that there is a lot to say with if they don't have the self-worth for themselves if they can't feel who they are if they can't love who they are then how are they going to do that for somebody else and that's where the kindness um, stops right that, that's where we see bullying that's where we see problems like that in um, in the elementary and older stages so um, that's in my opinion that's probably part of the problem mm-hmm. I absolutely yeah, agree I agree as well so how do you think parents I mean this is so hard I feel like I'm not a mom but I mean I have many moms in my life um, and it's just it's a lot of work raising mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. It is so much work. How do you guys help parents raise kids to be confident and kind? What are you doing to help them do this? Yeah, so um, we actually have social media is part of it. And then our podcast, we bring in experts um, on our podcast to talk to us about these things because we are not the experts. We're also learning alongside uh-huh. everybody else. And so we've had, for example, we've had some child therapists come in and then also learning from other people's experiences and like what they got out of it and what helped and worked for them. Um, So that's kind of the main point is learning from these experts on our podcast. And then we also do um, some research ourselves and um, just post some tips and tricks on social media. And so that's kind of how we are trying to get the message out there and spread um, this knowledge that we are learning about. I love it. Yes, and so some of the topics that you can hear us talk about on the um, podcast, um, obviously positive parenting is a big one. Um, You've probably heard of it as gentle parenting, conscious parenting. Mm -hmm. Uh, That just kind of helps with the way how to, right, how to um, do this. But uh, we also talk about just topics for parents, whatever they think is um, of interest of them, right? So we've had people talk about the diet culture. We've talked about right. how to develop a healthy relationship uh, with food, you know, for your kids. Um, also, we've talked about bullying. Um, all of these different types of um, topics that, as a parent, uh, are worrisome. And so we bring in these experts that um, have the tools to be able to empower them and to be able to take practical tips. We, we also want to make it practical and easy mm-hmm. um, so that they can um, remember them at times of chaos in their daily lives with children. Yeah. So. Like you guys said, it's, it's, all, it's about preventative. So even yes. if you're not having that issue right now, mm-hmm. listening to your podcast later on when they're having this problem, they can mm-hmm. be like, oh, well, these are the tools in my toolkit I yes. have in case this problem arises. Or I'm going to get personal with you guys here (laughs) for a minute. They giggled nervously. (laughs) Do you have any personal experiences? Um, Either one of you can share about how you have seen this program um, and your clothing. You know, you guys have a clothing line. We'll talk about that in a bit. Change people's lives or even your life. And that's actually exactly what you said. I think um, we just started in January. And so we're very new. Um, we love to hear all of the feedback that we've gotten from parents here and there. I think that they're very grateful to have this um, this uh, source, right, mm-hmm. for information. But I think the biggest uh, 
way that it's changed is it's changed our own lives. I know that personally, mm-hmm. every time that we finish our podcast, I seriously feel like I can be the best mom I can be. <laughs> yes. Yes. It really yeah. empowers even us to to become better. And I think that it just makes um, parenthood more intentional when we when you do have that information. It makes mm-hmm. you think about the way that you are going about different stuff. And so for me, it's changed just the day that I the way that I do my day to day life with my children. I think a little bit more about how I react to them. I think a little bit more about how present I am. And I think I think in that way, it's really changed my life ever since I've been able to learn more and um, have these experts really. Um, chime in with their knowledge uh-huh. yeah. yeah yeah and I feel like I've learned a lot about myself just starting the business in general like not even talking about the parenting side I've learned a lot about my self-worth and my confidence and I'm trying to teach this to my kids but I have to realize I have to work on that myself as well and so just it has taught me a lot about myself and like she said just it's made me want to be a better mom and I there's so much information out there that I just didn't know about, you know? So it's been so eye-opening and just amazing to see how these little, like she mentioned earlier, these simple steps you take, and it really does make a huge difference. Yep. Ripples make waves. All right. We've, we've teased this like twice in the podcast. We've said, (laughs) we're clothing line. We'll talk about it a bit later. We've said that like three times now. So let's talk about the clothing line. (laughs) Talk to us about the Tiny Power Co. clothes that you are selling, what they mean, why you did it. Yeah. So um, our slogan is wear kindness. And so we really want to portray that. Um, So we created a clothing line. It's all unisex. Um, Right now we have toddler and baby sizing. Um, And our clothes just say empowering positive messages on them. And Mm -hmm. it's not only meant for the person wearing it, but also for the person who sees it and reads it. Mm -hmm. And so that's just really important to us to just spread the message. And what better way than through clothes? We both love clothes. Um, So just to spread this positive message um, with as many people as we can. We actually just um, launched our website two weeks ago. And it is so cute. Oh, I you so much. stalked you guys before you came in. <laughs> and I looked you. at your clothing and I was like, well, when is that going to come in adult size? Because right? like the, the color blocking, for those of you listening, I am telling you, the color blocking is so cute. No. The colors are cute. Yes. The font is cute. No, and like you, so you said, Taylor, like looking at it, if I was walking down the street and I saw someone wearing that, uh-huh. like those positive messages I'd be like oh yeah well that's nice yes. <laughs> it's a nice little reminder one of our shirts says I am loved and so are you so we really wanted we didn't just want it to say I am loved I wanted we wanted it to share that mm-hmm. message with whoever was looking at it yeah so to promote the self-worth within themselves but also to spread kindness as well I love that well and especially some kids they get to that age where like reading is so much fun for them. Mm -hmm. They're trying to learn how to read and Mm -hmm. to be able to read something so nice on someone's shirt, maybe at recess or in the halls Mm -hmm. at junior high, you know, Mm -hmm. when they're past the reading stage is still like, oh, that's really nice. So that's amazing that you guys are doing it. Thank you so much. Like we said, we teased it like three times. So it was was about time (laughs) we talked about it. (laughs) So how do you think having a sense of self-worth improves not only our lives, but our relationship with others? So if a child is really understanding their self-worth, how does that help in all aspects of their life? Yeah, so um, I really like this question. I think that if you don't know your self-worth and you don't love yourself, you have an empty cup, and how do you pour an empty cup into something Mm -hmm. else, you know? So it's hard to spread kindness and love others if you don't have that love for yourself. It just comes more natural. If you 
<clears throat> love yourself, then you are able to better spread kindness and, um, yeah, spread that love with others. Spread that love. <laughs> well, maybe that will be on your next t-shirt. I like that. <laughs> we figured it out. We figured it out. Okay, so my next question for you, I'm going to get personal again because, you know, you both are sitting here and putting you on the spot. Is there a moment in your life when you learned the importance of kindness and confidence where in your life you're like, oh my gosh, like a light bulb went on, all those things. Mm -hmm. Is there an experience that you have that you can share? So I really like this question. And um, as I was thinking about it, I um, I actually thought of something that I hadn't thought about in a long time. So when I came to high school, I came from uh, Mexico City. Mm -hmm. I didn't really speak English. Um, I um, was still learning. Uh -huh. And I went to a very small Christian high school. Uh -huh. um, and what could have been a really hard transition it was so, it was almost like, almost like heaven sent. Everybody was super inclusive. Everybody was so kind. And we, um, the school had a Fruits of the Spirit Award. Uh -huh. <laughs> and every year they would choose one person to represent every fruit of the spirit. So one person in the high school would get it. Okay. And um, the first year I was given the Kindness Fruit of the Spirit Award. <laughs> and to me, it meant the world. Um, now I look at it, and it's just a little diploma, little paper that said... Well, there's no just. <laughs> I always say omit the word just yes. when you're talking about yourself yeah. or awards, anything like that. So oh, it is so nice. a little... It is... Maybe in size it's little, but you have, Vivian, a diploma. Yes. <laughs> and so it, it meant so much to me. And this is not to toot my own horn. It was actually... What I'm trying to say here is... They were so kind to think that I could represent kindness. And in a way, it kind of made me live up to that. Since that moment, I've always seen myself like, I need to live up to this award that they gave me when I was 15. Like, yeah. I, I need to be kind to others. And I, need to, I need to find a way to um, share that with other people. And so that's one, one experience that I think um, really showed me what kindness was. And, uh, and I thank all of my high school friends that um, gave me that opportunity. So. I think that's beautiful. All right, Taylor, what about you? Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, that was a good answer. Don't look at me. But I am looking at you. <laughs> um, no, just kindness in general. It's so important. I just think back to how we were talking earlier, just high school years. It's so hard to get along um, in high school, to feel like you fit in. Um, and I feel like um, there are things that I can really learn from my past. Um, not saying, I don't know, just being kind to everyone, you know, not if, even if they're just your friend, like just including, and even just hearing Vivian's story, like she felt like she was included in every different clique or whatever in high school, you know? So I think it's just important to just be nice to everyone. And, um, no matter, I, I don't know, I see, I look at myself back in high school and it's hard. You want to be like, you want to fit in, you know, and you hear friends say this and that, and it's just, I don't know, it's just important, um, to make sure that you try and be nice to everyone, not just your friends or people who you feel like are in your clique of friends, you know, yeah. just to try and be friendly to everyone. So maybe not a personal experience, but just looking back on my high school years, that's probably what I've learned about kindness. I read a quote the other day that said something along the lines of, um, people will forget what you said, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I really feel like that's what you guys 
are doing because mm-hmm. um, the world can use a, a bit more love and teaching our kids that early on can really change the world. Okay, where can we go for more information if people are listening to this and they're like, oh, I need to know more about Tiny Power Co. I need to follow them all the places. Where yeah. can people go? Yeah, so we are on social media, mostly on Instagram, but we also have Facebook and TikTok at Tiny Power Co. Mm-hmm. And then we have our podcast that we mentioned. Um, it's called The Tiny Power Podcast. And it's available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And then you can shop on our website at tinypowerco.com. Perfect. All right. Well, before we wrap up, we do something with all of our guests called the Fresh Five. And it's just five random questions that I ask you. And I don't ask you beforehand (laughs) because it's just quick off the cuff, but they're not hard questions. They're just fun to get to know you. Okay. First of all, Vivian and Taylor, what is your favorite meal of the day? Oh, for sure, dinner. I'm the same. Okay. Oh, mine's for sure breakfast. <laughs> I'm like starving when I wake up and so excited to eat breakfast and I love breakfast foods. So see, that's my husband. Yeah. Mine is dinner. I just love the end of the day winding down and eating a good meal. Yes. All right. Two, if you could play any instrument, what would it be? I'm, maybe you play instruments now, but if you could play any one, what would it be? It would actually be piano because I kind of gave up on it way too quick when yeah. I was little. Yeah. So... Yeah. That was probably my answer, but also I wished my voice, like, I don't know if that's considered that's an, an instrument, instrument, but I wish I could sing. <laughs> there, well, my husband is a singer and he says anyone can sing. Oh, that is his thing. I that- wish people wanted to listen to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I was so bad at the flute that my flute teacher fired me. Oh, no. She called and was like, you know what? I'm going to have to let you go. <laughs> and that's a, that was possible. a story for another day. Well, that. When you're really bad at the flute, that's what happens. <laughs> All right, three. This is a really easy one. Do you guys hit snooze or do you wake up right away? I wake up right away and my husband doesn't. And I'm like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> um, I definitely hit snooze. Yeah. There you go. It depends on it. what it is. For yeah. this, I didn't hit snooze. But <laughs> but certain things, yeah. And well, I, And I can imagine if your kids are the alarm, yes. there's yes. no snooze button. No, no snooze button. No, no. <laughs> I've tried. Yeah. I can't find it. I love it. Okay. Do either of you have a nickname? Oh, goodness, yes, a lot. So one of them is Vivi's. Uh-huh. Another one is Vivi's Trikis. Yeah. And then Viv. I yeah. love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. Tay, maybe. I was going to say. Do people call you Tay? Yeah, people do call me Tay. Um, My first accounting job I had, everyone called me Tay Tay, but I was 18, so it sounds kind of fitting. I was younger than Tay Tay. Because right now, you telling me it's Tay Tay, you don't seem too thrilled by it. So anyone bumping into Taylor, maybe not Tay Tay now, just by the look on your face. Maybe just certain people can call me that. (laughs) All right. The fifth and final question is, what song can you not hold still to? Like if it comes on, you're like, oh my gosh, I have to dance right here, right now. Oh Can't hold goodness. still. There are so many of those, but probably Despacito. You there know? you go. Oh, oh. <laughs> I know. You know that one? <laughs> I yes. feel like my answer is going to be lame because it's just probably all of my kids songs that I turn on that's all I listen to these days is kids Coco music Melon. so yeah. baby shark is gonna get you <laughs> yes, up and out of your yes. seat <laughs> no um the sing two soundtrack I don't know if you guys have seen yes. sing two but my daughter's obsessed with it and I've kind of 
held on to that obsession with her. I you love just it. danced to it together. Well, so. <laughs> for me, if any Disney song plays, yes, like true. I literally will do my workout to some of the songs from the Hercules soundtrack. Oh, yeah. awesome. That'll get you going. So, you know, I totally get it. Well, Vivian and Taylor, it has been such a treat talking to both of you. Thank you so much for coming in. And everyone listening, we want to thank you. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe, and we will catch you next time. Congrats, you made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, you can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.